I am Layla and this is a new episode of Two Non Brits. Grab yourself a cup of tea and a snack and enjoy listening to us. Today's guest is Leila from Germany. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she is also an exchange student and just like me, she decided to stay here to finish her A-levels. Yeah, being a crazy person. Oh, yes. And she has even crazier future plans because once she finishes her A-levels and has some money saved up, she wants to go and travel the world. Yes drum roll mic drop or something you know like <laughs> really amazing <laughs> yeah so why did you decide to stay here as a crazy person you are uh wow you see my parents basically were like you do have to get a qualification otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're not gonna get through with your plans so i was kind of sure. like i had the option to go back to germany finish school there which like hell no because <laughs> German like school system was so much like worse I guess like from my point of view right mm. and the other option would be an apprenticeship or this one year here so I was like why not I'm just coming back and like do this year here and because like anyway like all my friends and stuff here as well and because of like COVID right last year you couldn't really do that much mm. and that was a bit better here so like uh, less restrictions and stuff that like you can actually do like stuff and like go around the country or like see some stuff so that's, that's a true. bit better you know that's basically why it's not like a big reason like <laughs> no, oh, no no yes. no it's cool it's cool What I'm saying is that we don't have a camera here as well. You know? <laughs> oh my yeah. god, with a camera, so it would be so, so uncomfortable. Like, I would just. Oh my god, there's socks. Yes. What did indeed. you think? Also, look at those shoes. Oh, I want to see okay, that. Oh, that was just bad. <laughs> yeah, mine are worse. Yeah, and that's why it, everything's completely wet in my socks. Here, product placement, happy socks, Sweden. <laughs> that's where they're from. Mm. So, yeah. no. so if you was gonna travel, where mm. would you travel? Everywhere. Yeah, but you have, to, you have to have a first destination. You have to have a first destination. But technically, my first destination is Germany, right? Because yeah. I live in Germany, so I'm gonna like to get a customs my van. I'm gonna travel around Germany a bit, so I know like everything, like how the mechanics are working and like tech technology and all that stuff. And then probably I do have to go to the UK because. Yeah. A, my friends are all here. Well, not all of them, but most, some of them. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> in Germany, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but basically, because like I have also like the five years pre-seller status, and yeah. I do have to use that, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> it would, you know, it would just make no sense to be like, ah, yes, I could like easily go to Britain, no paperwork, whatsever. I'm mm. not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I obviously have to do that, and I'm probably like. I'm going to go for Scandinavia first because oh, yeah. it's such a beautiful landscape. I've been there before, but like only like for two weeks and literally just straight up to the North Cape. So basically I was like only one straight line. So you couldn't really see a lot. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to do like more of Norway, like the fjords and everything. So that's going to be probably like one of the first things I want to do. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> been to Scandinavia, but I definitely want to go it's at some point. beautiful. It's like, because like technically there's issue no person, right? Mm. That most of them are obviously like in the south, and like the cities or something. And if you just drive, you like, literally it's this one road and that's it. And mm. it's like it's so beautiful as well. And also like obviously during the night, depends when you go. You see the northern lights. Oh, that must be so incredibly beautiful. It is. I only saw them in Iceland though. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> only in Iceland. <laughs> only in Iceland. Oh. <laughs> no, but. Uh, or in the summer, right? That's like just infinite day, I guess, or like nearly mm. infinite day. But yeah, it must be so cool. It's really cool. It's beautiful as well. I'm like, oh, mm. it's just like nature. 
it's just nature that's yeah. a, that's the thing it's just nature and i'm pretty sure like uh, especially like in norway like the fjords and stuff probably look like really cool mm. but i haven't been there so I'm, i don't know <laughs> yeah by the way leila also wants to buy like a van because and then she's like do you want to build it or yes. do you yeah yeah i'm trying you want to build a van? No, no. like the inside. <laughs> the inside, right? Okay, <laughs> just building your own car from like scratch. <laughs> that would take a lot of time. Huh. But I, I'm buying the van, like probably like a 2015 model or something. Depends. Probably like Mercedes Sprint or like a, um, a VW Craft or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, VW. I'm sorry. So that's like as like. Um, basically, like the idea, right? But yeah. you know, like the high um, high roof ones white vans those ones yeah and then inside i'm gonna build out of it and then i'm off that's cool yeah so i have to work a couple of years before that do you know those um old um hobby <laughs> oh the bullies yeah the bullies. yeah but you can't stand on them you have to like no but i crouch. think they look so cool they are yeah do you know yeah. them i have no idea you don't probably bullies they're like the you know um you know the hippie movement right yeah. in like 19 whenever they had those a lot as well and yeah oh yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. that's you so know cool them, don't you yeah. yeah good ones but you can't stand them that much just kind of like because mm. otherwise it would have probably got them on do you us. think you could like with a huge amount of effort and time you could like build them to like lift the roof that mm. you could sell them oh actually like, i'm pretty sure some of them like they're already converted to that but i'm just like that mean you can't stand in all of the things right and you always mm. when you stand you have to like pull that one up and stuff it's just like mm. why not just get a high roof in the first mm. place and also because like in a higher roof you can put the bed higher so you have storage underneath it that is true but you can't really do that in one of those ones so yeah that's already that's really cool. a lot of thought into it mm. so wait who would you be traveling with then or would you just be traveling myself with and a dog for security reasons what kind of dog do you want to get <laughs> um like if it's kind of... like a chihuahua <laughs> <laughs> yeah terribly security <laughs> No, so either probably like a German Shepherd yeah. or a Dr. Bordeaux because currently I have one here and she's gorgeous and like Mastiffs in general like also really like good guard dogs Yeah, but they're also really friendly and like cuddly and I mean they're like 50 kilograms minimum like like can get up to 90 but obviously get big like, cuddles yeah <laughs> I would get like a Dr. Bordeaux which is like around 50 kilograms so yes very good dogs so basically cool. it's just like a good a guard dog but that's still like friendly to you and also if that yeah. makes sense you know, are dogs yes. your favorite animals or just the dog because no. traveling and dogs kind of fits that second part definitely because mm. that just fits together because like a cat it's like i mean some people do it but it's quite hard to get like a cat to, like in the van and stuff and, mm. like, everywhere new but yeah no it's alone but everyone don't worry it's going to be a double bed so my friends can still come and stay with me because as soon as i mentioned the idea like back on germany as well to my friends everyone was like kind of come but i was like yes or i was like well or i offered it to them as well you know like in the holidays so i already have a waiting list and so the first couple of months i'm probably gonna be not alone at all gonna always have someone with me on travels mm. but yeah already accounted for my friends very smart cool and also i want a big bed anyway so you can like roll around. Well, you're gonna have a double bed in the caravan. Yeah, like probably a queen size one or something. But yeah, yeah, you can, cause then you know, cause it's like uplifted on the ground, right? So like all the batteries are in there, um, or like probably all your clothes. But then on one end, cause it's a high roof, you can still yeah. put like cupboards. And like I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna get a TV. I'm not sure. And then right, <laughs> I am probably not because I have my laptop. And then um, under the best well, like you can get a a table that like pulls out from the bed. Yeah. And next to bed you can have like little chair thingies. You know. Yeah. And then it's like multifunctional as well. I mean, to be fair, that is quite a good idea. Uh, she has like the full plan and all. I yeah. have. Really cool. <laughs> how long have you been planning this? Is the question. Yeah, how did you come up with this? <laughs> two years ago, like seriously, two years ago. And like beforehand, I was like kind of thinking about like, oh my god, traveling the world. But seriously, two years ago. Yeah. So I know because you told me that you did like 
one of your big school projects in astrophysics. How did you go? <laughs> the one I completely failed. No one has to know. <laughs> so how did you go from astrophysics, which is a bit beyond the stars, <laughs> to just on this one? So... We go back when I was 10 years old, everyone. <laughs> this is a long story. Um, I was 10 years old, right? I was like, oh, um, that's fine. So when you were 10 years old? <laughs> yeah, when I was 10 years old, right, I had like a conversation with my dad um, about like, you know, you know, it's like other life, right? Like aliens and stuff, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And also like Big Bang Theory, like, but why if like, it could be on? Have you watched the series? No. <laughs> It's We're so just crossing it over this one. Quickly moving on. <laughs> um, but uh, like it was I was like, oh yeah, but it couldn't be nothing. Like surely something had to be there. And I was like, at first of all, I was like, astrophysics? Like that was like the first thing I came in contact with, I guess. But before that, like around that time as well, I um was very lucky to be ten years old and go to New York City with my dad for like five days. Mm. And I so we were staying in a friend's um, apartment and we went to the rooftop bar and it was at night and I walked out and I saw all the lights from the skyscrapers and I was just like, this is amazing. And that's when I found love with traveling as well. And so I was like, I want to travel the world from that point onward, right? But then obviously everyone was like, but how are you going to do that? And I'm like, I'm traveling the world. And they're like, but you need money for that. like. You know, you can't just travel the world without money. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I found my love for like physics and astronomy and like astrophysics. And I was like, that's actually like, quite a good career as well, right? Astrophysics. And I was like, yeah, you, you make decent money on that one as well. And I was like, the money part solved for my travels. I was basically put this like as my big dream job in front of it. And then when I was kind of 16, when I was like this kind of like paper thing which I've completely failed but that's not the point I was like yes let's do it on astrophysics so I did it on like dark matter and dark energy at the time of like um, expansion like shortly after the big bang and now uh, like today and as obviously a 16 year old who only has physics in school and has no clue technically really about astronomy and like all those stuff so basically no basis whatsoever I was like that's a great idea to do that on so surprise surprise it completely fails <laughs> but um i did learn a lot of like things about like astronomy and astrophysics and very interesting things as well but obviously you do a lot of research and then like you realize that actually most astrophysics physicists only like have one topic in their whole life because mm -hmm. they really go into like um specifics and like specifying this one write their phd on it and just like this like tiny narrow thing of this whole big subject and i mean i only had like what a year of like this paper kind of thing and i already was like hell no that's too much <laughs> on one thing i was like that's way too like I mean, it's, it was interesting, but then also it was like very draining as well because it's just like one thing, one thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do I really want to do that for 40 years? Or for like roughly, right? Mm -hmm. That you have after like university and stuff. One topic. Because I always loved that. So it was like the only thing I liked about school that I had like different, different subjects, like a lot of subjects. And not just one thing you have to focus on. And I was like, That's, that doesn't sound good. And I was around the time I was 16, obviously. And then um, on YouTube, right, I obviously found the travel like bloggers and vloggers as well. And I was like, hold up. They just travel the world the whole year round. How do they do that, right? Like, <coughs> they don't like, they don't work like a nine to five job, right? So obviously it'd be like, I have smart people, like they, uh, get like money from like YouTube or like they run their own business and I was like when those people told me when I was younger I need like a proper job to man to fund my travels they basically lied to me well, maybe so then, they just didn't know better yeah because obviously at the time it was like that but technically I was like okay that was a bit exaggerated they didn't lie to me, <laughs> I guess but you know did like completely 
tell the truth appropriately for the future because <laughs> they didn't know that in the future you could actually like earn money with um, making videos and stuff for example yeah. and so I looked into that more like passive income as well and all of that and I was like it's a possibility now like I can actually yeah. travel the world for like well, not a living, but at least like, yeah, at least I can travel the yeah. world. You know? <laughs> I can at least I can get the money without working a nine to five job for my whole life to then travel the world. Mm. And then I was like, yes, and that was what set me off. And I was like a lot of research and like stuff and like how much it will cost to even like build the van and then like how much you need on your travels and like over the whole year and so on and then obviously good thing is eu obviously Britain not anymore <laughs> for the rest and the eu where you can like obviously work just anywhere in the in the eu so that's like really good because then i can just like if i like a place right and stay there for like the summer and just work in the summer like it's uh like a seasonal job and stuff so yeah then i was like it works so that's how I came there to the <laughs> mm. uh, to that point. Yeah. Imagine at some point in the future when you travel the world successfully, yeah. you're one of those people who have like documentaries about themselves, and it's and you're like ah, on TV oh, and all that. No, 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 no! I just want to travel the world with my van. I was like, that would be weird, because then you're like on TV. But if you would do like I don't know YouTube or some social media work I guess mm. then you would also kind of but it's a difference right I mean, it's a yeah, difference between like YouTube and like TV because I do want to do YouTube just because I do want to document it for myself which is contradictory to making a documentary um, about yourself but it's just I want to look back at it and be like here's all my memories and like I have them saved actually mm. and so I was like, yeah, that's definitely a good idea when I look back at it. And I mean, if it works as like a side hustle, like you get earnings out of it, like perfect. But then like with the TV, right? It just, it's just a step up because like on YouTube, right? You're the one having the camera, you're the one editing it. You're the one like doing it. It just feels like it's a smaller scale because what probably like, you just do it on like your computer mm. and that's it. And that's probably like only like 10 minute videos or something. But then TV, like documentary game, probably go like an hour or longer mm. like with actual cameras and high production quality and all these people and everything that's just like way too crazy mm. but i do love watching like um documentaries mm. there was one that was like on the other week frozen planet yeah and i, I watched the end of it and i was like because they were like they literally went into like these like there was a volcano right yeah and with the helicopter over the volcano they were like oh we can't like hover because of the hot air and then the other ones went into like the caves and they were like oh yeah we can't stay too long because of like all the fumes and stuff that were in here and that's uh third team went like uh diving and they were like oh we can only stay like for a minute or so. no almost 16 minutes how long was it it wasn't i'm not sure it wasn't a long time, otherwise we will die in this cold water. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, all of them were just gonna be like, we're gonna die if we do something wrong. But it was like beautiful shots that came out of it, and I was like, please don't die when you go Because <laughs> no. I'm not going to like extreme places like the Antarctica or like Arctic. Well, you never know. Maybe at some point you get bored of the. I was gonna say, maybe you travel the whole <laughs> world, <laughs> and it's just like, well, I might as well go to Antarctica. Or might something. as well just. You know, for, for yeah. the fun of it. Definitely, because obviously there's like a lot there that you can actually go to. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was like, I was watching it, I was like, that's so beautiful. But like, there's so much like effort going into it and like, like for the production and like the risks they take. And I was like, eh, yeah. oh my goodness. I mean, that's also a good career to be like one of like the documentary like um, camera people. Because I need to do like crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Just be like, oh yeah, why are you in your home this week? Well, I'm under a volcano. <laughs> that's just a bit, you know. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's good as well. But to be fair, like for the van, you can't go to Antarctica, really. <laughs> just like driving on. And then, like, that's not gonna work. Your van needs to level up for that. <laughs> yeah. You can't just roll to the next like gas station and be like, hiya. 
Mm. Who were now just like safely traveling for me. What was um, your favorite place you went to so far? That's a horrible question <laughs> because I love all the places I've been. To. I mean, yeah, of course, because traveling in general, at least yeah. for me as well, is just amazing because it you is. see so many things and food. Yes, food. We just talked about that food. like yesterday, I think. Yeah. And food is yes. so good. Like everywhere you go, right. and like traditional food or just basically anywhere, any food mm. you haven't tried yet, really. So yeah, good. definitely. It's just like. Or like the same as like you have tried it before. Like best examples like France, everyone has tried um, crepes or galettes. Yeah. But you go to France, and it's a whole different level. And you're like, how? When it's literally like, the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's so true. I don't know. There's like I love all the places I've been to. Like especially like um, New York City, obviously, because it's like the first time I actually like really like traveled outside of like like big travel outside of like. Mm. Yeah. Germany and like maybe like Poland and yeah. stuff because that's like a right next to yeah where I live and uh, Czech Republic so that was the first time because I was like younger like just stood there and seeing like all the lights and like understanding why it's called the city that never sleeps yeah that was amazing it must feel so cool it was amazing do you know this TikTok trend I don't have TikTok then you don't know this TikTok <laughs> trend but there was the, I don't know if it's still going on, but there was this TikTok trend at least where they would have, like they would be in their apartment mm-hmm. and then they would like lift the camera up and then there would be all the lights from New York Ooh. and the sound was also something like with New York and I don't know. Oh, so, New York from Frank Sinatra probably. No, not that one. Oh. Why? No. I don't know. That's literally the best song of New York. No, but, so there was always like, wow, big city, big lights and it, it looks so cool. Mm. So I, I kind of can't imagine, but of course I haven't experienced it because I haven't been to New York. <laughs> you should definitely go there. It's really I amazing. And at some point as well. It's so good. Um, but another one is like obviously Iceland. Because that country on its own is just amazing. Mm. And, and the Northern Lights I saw there as well. It's like yeah. amazing. But it's like crazy in Iceland. You see like literally every five minutes one rainbow and you're like... And literally, the weather does change every five minutes. It's literally, like, nice and sunny, and next time it's raining and stuff, and, like, you're, like... Sounds oh. like Britain. Yeah, Deep. but it's just a bit a bit more... Because then you're, like, snow, and it's, like, sunshine, yeah. and it's, like... Oh, it's crazy. Like, I love watching, like, no, looking at the pictures, like, back from that time. It's, like, that country is just stunning, and you could go, like, a hundred times and probably find something new every time. Because mm. it's just... It is amazing, like the nature there is just outstanding. I'm just describing it with like just these like, yeah. water as well, like but trying just, to justify it. Just in general, like going back to through like travel pictures. Oh, it's amazing. It's so like, cool because you always remember all the cool places you mm. went to. And it's like, oh yeah, that was that year as well. And I went to this place and I forgot about this one, but it was so good. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, oh, that was just beautiful. Mm. Oh, well, I did like like um, uh, traveling to the North Cape as well because that's also pretty beautiful there. And obviously, I was with like family along the way in like Stockholm and stuff. I was like big cities in general, so it's like really cool. But then also like the rural areas, like where it's just nature, mm-hmm. like especially also like the Black Forest in Germany, like that's also really beautiful as well. So I don't know where. I mean, I guess every place has like this. If you find like the small things, even like in big cities, and you find like the specific mm. place, and the viewpoint of that place is just yeah, has like those specific tiny things that are just so beautiful in the like whole picture. That's true. I always then it just all fits together, kind of, and yeah, just as good. That's so funny. That was like good when I was in New York, like last time. Um, it's so basically you're on Fifth Avenue. Like the like obviously like the big street where all like everything's like loud and like all the uh, stores and stuff and you take a right turn and then it's like it it's like like this one like skyscraper and you go there and it's like it's very like hidden and it's just completely quiet there's a waterfall and like obviously not a natural one but you know a waterfall and like trees and everything and it's just so beautiful you can sit down there. And you're like literally a couple of meters away from Fifth Avenue, and it's just so peaceful. And now it's like really cool as well. 
because you just don't expect it to be there. Mm. Which is also what I really love because, like, obviously, the first time you go to like any major city, you're only going for like the sightseeing parts, like the famous stuff mm. that everyone knows. And then, like, the next time, you're more like, okay, I've seen this. Let's take the other things, more like the not so famous things. And you find, like, in big cities, like these beautiful places that literally no one except like locals know. Mm. And that just feels so special. And that's also like a footpath around like Times Square as well, where you're like, oh, Times Square, like the big flashy lights. Mm. And there's like this footpath tunnel through water. Mm. So, like, obviously, it's like um, a glass tunnel and goes really water cool. over it. And like, only like obviously locals know, like, oh, like a little shortcut to get to work or something so they don't have to go over Times Square where all the tourists are. Imagine going to work for like this little water tunnels, <laughs> like really casually just there. <laughs> but you know, that was like also so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, just like, so everyone, everyone who goes to New York, please don't just stay in Manhattan. I mean, like, all the things I just described were literally in Manhattan, but also go to like other places like Brooklyn. It's also like really beautiful, and I go like the shops there and be like, <sighs> yeah, just for traveling in general, I guess it's a pretty good thing to just take some time to, of course, see the big famous things. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you don't have to just because they're famous and everyone goes there. That's nonsense. And but it's getting more expensive as well. <laughs> oh my god, yes. No, just in general, try to like find a place where you start and then just keep walking basically and mm-hmm. just head up walking and then you always see something and if you want to turn left then just turn left even if it's not if it's not the main road and you always find like some cute place and it's it's really good yeah definitely that's true but also like um when you go because you go heavily to cities right and then like you forget the nature as well like mm-hmm. i kind of do when you're like in a city and everything's like concrete and like pricks and stuff even when you're like in the park it's still yeah, around it's the whole yeah. city and so you kind of you have to think about that like nature and stuff and like next time so like nature meant, time mm, when we went to paris there's this one park and all around it is like pretty big houses so you were in the park but all around you could still see the houses so mm. it was yeah nature in the sense of there were trees and grass and like a nice water fountain and that was it you know so mm. It's it's not the same as countryside or anything, so Definitely. you cannot compare that at all. Yeah, it's just a whole different thing. I usually travel with someone of my family. Like in summer, I would always mm-hmm. like we would load the car full of like stuff and then just go and have a main route where we want to go mm-hmm. and always have like a city to stay on overnight. But then basically we would just drive and see kind of where it takes us over the day, Ooh, and that's really good. Mm. and um, basically it's traveling and summer is just like family you know school ends summer break starts mm. and it just we would go um, school would end on the Wednesday just, really? yeah oh, sometimes okay. summer break just starts yeah, on the Wednesday we would get our certificates get home and then straight off to like really? whatever place and there would always be like with family and the whole everyone would be together like my mom, my dad, my brother, and I. So, and then just for I don't know, a month maybe. Oh, that's crazy. So just driving around to different places and so traveling, especially over summer, is like a real family thing. Mm. Do you travel with your family? Because do you sometimes just go with some friends or I don't well, know yeah. alone to your grandparents because they don't live like in your place. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. No, I like like traveling with my parents. Most of the time, like only two weeks. Well, like, first, on one side, it's, like, only two weeks, but on this other side, it's, like, it's two weeks. Um, so, you know, we break up on a, uh, did break up on a Friday, always, like, we only had, like, one and a half hours of school, which was mm. so annoying to get in, so just to get your certificate, and then you have to, like, actually clean the room as well, and you're, like, why? And then we went, like, um, most time with, like, friends so in, um, through the city to get, like, all the, no, not all of the rewards, but, like, some of the rewards for, like, certificates. And then, I don't know, sometimes I traveled with, like, um, my best friend, like her grandparents, or like she came with to mine, and yeah, with my parents, it's, um, we did it so every even year was abroad and odd year in Germany. So it's like 
evenly distributed. But then COVID obviously came and it didn't. After that one, it kind of like, no, because I'm obviously in England and it's obviously now everything's weird mm. because I'm an adult and yeah, different yeah. times. Exciting times. True as well. But then on the other hand, everyone's like, do you feel old? Or like, did anything change when you turn 18? Like, he's no. ancient. Yeah, he's no, 19. It's crazy. No, no, did something change for you? Did something change for you, Leila? No. Just... It's just like everyone was asking me like that night. It was like, or like that morning. I don't know how you want to say that. But we like, how does it feel? You're old now. You're old now. Like, that does feel any different. But I feel like that's just a standard question for birthdays. It's yeah. always like, you're yeah. old now, and then do you feel different? <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's not necessarily feeling different. It's just like you suppose more responsibilities or like you can mm. do more things you know that is true yeah that's very true you can buy alcohol <laughs> everyone party. always says that someone turns <laughs> yeah. 18 yeah. like wow no, you, you can, can buy, buy alcohol. alcohol it's like oh well you see in germany 16 soft alcohol so it's not that big of a deal yeah so yeah Still, you can buy alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Still, like, like, all the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Just I, like some part, all of it. I suppose, yeah. Like, You're when you turn that? 18, you can literally <laughs> buy anything, can't yeah. you? Mm. But the thing is, right, I was like in Sainsbury's. I was in the alcohol aisle, aisle, or however, aisle. And they all just looked at me weirdly, and I was just there, like, I am indeed 18. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me so weirdly. <laughs> mm. But yeah. That's always like that. In fact, old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like your age basically now because I can buy a as well. <laughs> I feel like this 50-year-old person is <laughs> yeah. like, I am basically your age. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> basically, you know, can have have the same rights now. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yeah, well, why shouldn't we just stop counting after 18? Because like, we have all the rights. <laughs> Yeah, and also it's like, I think it's still unfair when you're 18, you don't actually get as much, you know, your minimum wage, like, isn't as much as, like, oh, yeah. a 25-year-old. it's in the UK, isn't it? It's like, like 21. What, yeah, what yeah. is it in Germany? I'm pretty sure it's, like, the same, isn't it? From 18 onwards, so. you are an adult. It's different like, from when you're, like, 16, but... Yeah, know. 18 onwards, you get the full uh, minimum wage. Mm. Okay. I don't know what it is now. Like, they want to raise Didn't it to they 12. raise it? No, they want to. Didn't they, like, couple months or years whatever I don't know. they raise it at some point yeah it's like at nine nine year or something but they want to raise it now um to 12 euros i thought they already did no that was the what the um the traffic like coalition wants to do oh. but then there was just they're talking about it yeah okay, that coalition, okay, okay. whatever it's called certificate marriage certificate that's what they said in the news you know like haha that but yeah no they want to raise it to 12 euros but yeah, that's so unfair. Like when I came to Britain, I was like, "What the heck?" Like this, like yeah. it's so different. It's like um, you have under sixteen, don't you? Which is like four pounds something. Yeah. Then uh, sixteen to eighteen, and then eighteen to twenty-one, and then it's full minimum wage. I'm like that's weird. Yep. That's like a rip-off. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Why you're eighteen, you're a full adult, and you're still not getting the full minimum wage? Mm. That's really weird. But the other bit. Other other benefits they're saying like um, um, paid holidays and stuff, paid leave. Yes. That's still the same. Okay. So it's just the pay. Yeah. She's still unfair though, to be fair. No, it's not. Because we're doing the same work. Yeah. That's bad. Probably we did talk about that in business and we're like, you know, it's good for the businesses because <laughs> they can pay la- labor less, but yeah. it's bad for the employees. Capitalism. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know, the only time capitalism is acceptable is in Monopoly because then when you win in Monopoly, that's fine. <laughs> but if you don't, then it's not. Do you also in your family have like this one person who always wins? That's me. <laughs> there you go. That's why capitalism on the monopoly board. That's totally fine because I always win it. No, my family. It's my brother. Okay. He always has all the train stations mm. and always wins. <laughs> oh, I played against my grandfather, like, and 
the second time. Uh, and then after that, she was like, I'm not gonna play with you anymore. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was like for like 20k up on like in just cash on her. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was like, well. So that was no that was still the old board where it was like um because now it's like the new euro board and the, before the one where you said the um german mark you know my grandma one. has one of those yeah those ones that's why it's like such a high difference because mm. like everything was more expensive so yeah now it's not anymore but also like depends by what strategy you have that's what you know. That's why you're not the top one. Because most people, like, some of them have a strategy. To be fair, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have one. I, my only strategy is to get not as many loans as possible because that's bad because you always have to pay back more. Mm. And don't build um, hotels. Just um, cap at four houses. Yeah, everyone out there, don't build hotels. Yeah, just don't. Cap at four houses because a hotel is still much more expensive if you have to pay like the the thingies, the charges and fees. Yeah, like taxes. And stuff. Mm. Yeah, just cap at four houses. That's like the biggest and best rule. Mm. Yeah, and also with houses, you get like a high increase from two to three. Don't you? Mm. So I always try to go for three houses at least. Yeah, like definitely. To try and get the money. Definitely. Just that increase from the forces to the one hotel is not as good in the end. But then it's also debatable because I don't have the numbers in my head for the for the blue ones. For the uh, dark blue ones. For the last one. Yeah. I'm not sure like how much it increases there. Well, to be fair, most of the time people get bankrupt anyway if you have four <laughs> houses on there. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I True. can't pay it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good game. It just takes a long time. Mm-hmm. How do we start talking about monopoly? <laughs> because of capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> oh, we could talk about food. Food. So then let's talk about food. Yes, everyone's favorite food in here, except mine, obviously, because I don't. You don't have a favorite food. I do, oh. but okay. multiple. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Uh, Spaghetti. That's it. That's no, like the most like basic. basic on the oh, okay. Like <laughs> just pure spaghetti, spaghetti bolognese. I'd put, I'd okay. Spaghetti bolognese. With parmesan cheese or not? I mean, cheese is good. I mean, I don't really care which cheese. Yeah, cheese. Just cheese. Cheese, okay. Honestly, don't know. There's so much good stuff. Mm. Something my mum makes. <laughs> <laughs> What a great answer. It's a good answer. Everyone say, aww. <laughs> no. no. Food at home, like, even though on travel and everywhere we go and you just try different food. And I mean, basically, every food you try somewhere mm. is good. Like, it doesn't even. Most of it. Yeah, very most of it. Most of it. But still, at home, it's just different good. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, definitely. No. So, my one's a burger and ramen. Very basic. <laughs> I mean, burgers yeah. are good. To be fair, I do like one of them, but some people say like, "How oh, can you, why can you eat that?" And that's one of them like this pasta, so like noodles, um, with a tuna cor- a sweet corn sauce, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But it's a homemade one, so I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> that sounds weird. Tuna sweet corn. That is yeah. Good. So that's a good one as well. But yeah, just like in general, right? Food. Because it's like, it says a lot about like, I guess, cultures as well. Um, but like, the food is. Because I, sometimes, right? It's like over like generalized areas. And especially like now, because it's like um, globalization and stuff. So like everything's like very big. And then like, but you still have like the even regional differences in food, which is so special. Because you go to like a different region and it's still kind of new food. Mm. So that's like why it does do a lot as well. One thing I kind of feel like you might miss out on travel is when you don't really stay in one place over a long time. Mm. Is like the whole food culture in a way. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to like East Asian countries or mm. like Asia in general, but they have like a whole different food culture yeah like we eat like bread 
<laughs> and <laughs> we do have bread good bread though. Yeah, we have, we have the good stuff. But in those places, they have like a whole different like view on food, I guess. You mm. can say it like that. And so if you just go to like one place, I don't know, like some restaurant or just try to make some stuff at home even, it's not the whole thing mm. if you don't have it from, I don't know, your parents or friends or Definitely. anyone you know. Yeah, when you try to like recreate like the things, you're just not going to get that because no. you don't have like that knowledge of the food. Mm. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to as well when I want to like travel Asia is like the food. Because always like, yes, you can't make it like at home or like the like pre-packed stuff like the instant rounds or stuff, you know, but that's just not the same. Yeah. And like, I mean like a lot of like restaurants like do it very well but and i mean most of them, like some of them like total ramen for example they're literally like a japanese like um big chain but it's still like you haven't been to the place actually and like how is it different because uh, i know that like for example kimchi is like it has like differences from family to family because it's basically a family recipe so like that's very interesting mm-hmm. that's like um it's just like in general i'm like looking forward to it because I also use like spices a lot, which I love because I do. I mean, like, I'm not saying anything against European cuisine, but the spice usage in Asian <laughs> and African countries is just on a whole nother level. That is like, true. I don't know how, but they're just amazing. They they just know how to use spices. But really they also well. use like more and more different ones, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's not just. Yeah, I didn't say anything against European because I'm just saying that there's definitely just better spice <laughs> users out there. Like that's just like it's crazy. I'm like that's like because that makes different flavors as well, just like different levels of like um each spice in the dish. So yeah, by yeah, in general as well like in European cuisine as well. It's like you go from like British cuisine, which is really bad. <laughs> to like every other country <laughs> no I'm not saying anything but in general literally British cuisine just <laughs> stolen from all the countries around the world yeah. like British food is basically potatoes in basically any form yeah. Yeah. of something <laughs> it's just like baked beans and meat yeah or it's just always the like think about this right the British people wanted chicken tikka masala as their national dish. <laughs> it's literally how you stole that from the Indian people. <laughs> how? That's so bad. Mm-hmm. I suppose really the what you think of with England food-wise is probably the English breakfast. I'd say. Yeah. When it's like all with the meats and yeah, the, and the, the baked beans, and the eggs and, and stuff. Yeah, it's like basically British cuisine is just stolen food, kind of. They just went around the world, but like, wait, that's ours now. Well, <laughs> which is bad. <laughs> which is very bad. No, but, um, and then like, you have like French cuisine, right? Like crepes and galettes, for example. Like, that's really good. German one is obviously amazing, obviously. Well, like, <laughs> you know. Who can say anything against like come on potato salad? Not the Bavarian one because that one is eh because they put so much vinegar in it. But everywhere else, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> no Bavarian like, shaming, by the way. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, they're like sweet, like Schöttbullen because it's not called Schöttbullen. It's Schöttbullen because I know that now. That's also like really good as well. And like obviously Italy with pasta and pizza. Like, come on, that's mm-hmm. just and they gonna go down and as well. So like, and I, I guess I um, I don't want to generalize East European, but I don't know that much about it. I don't say. Could argue that goulash is kind of like East European, like German. I don't know what fits in there somewhere. Mm. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Did you hear the rain? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, that means it rains. No, I don't have good shoes on for rain. Yeah. Good shoes. Do you see the bottom of them? Exactly. <laughs> so I said not good shoes. No, not good shoes. I, no. I have good shoes for that. And I was like, what? I said not good shoes. My socks are completely wet. Like, look, there's a hole here as well. Yeah. Completely. There's, oh, not quite one yet. <laughs> this is completely open. And there's a hole. 
and are down here, it's starting and so on. So basically, absolutely rubbish shoes. What the rain. I think we're coming to the end of this episode, but I have one more thing. Oh, no. <laughs> it's alright, it's nothing bad. Do you remember when we went out for food last time and uh, we, talk, well, we, we talked about um, you and traveling, but basically travel in general? Yeah. And I asked you if you would go to countries where women basically have no rights. Oh, you want that answer? I want yeah. that answer because oh, okay. I really like that answer. So basically, it was because of like, um, my answer was yes and no. Because I don't want to support countries, obviously, where women are suppressed because um, I like women's rights are human rights and I just sometimes right it's just you have to look at the history as well because like um, every country goes to like this cycle and like in general and it's so bad because I'm trying to like recreate the answer now <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is um, they are progressing like um, especially like um, Middle Eastern countries as well, they're progressing now. Like it's it's not huge. It's just like was Saudi Arabia where women can now like drive. It's not huge for like the Western world, like women can drive. What the heck? That's nothing. But for that country, um, especially like how women are still viewed there, like their role, that's huge. Because you have to think back at it, um, with religion as well. Like um Islam was like around 300 years later than Christianity or like at least like 100 years later or something and you're 300 right probably 150 to 300 years <laughs> I don't know it's no just very generous yeah. say 100 like, to 300 years later than Christianity right those for 2000 years ago and then like a lot of people today especially are like um, are like oh those countries like there's a pressing woman, which is obviously true, but if you look back at like especially European history as well, three hundred years ago, well, the same time would be as now in those countries with, with religion-wise. What was there like? Uh, witch hunts, women were suppressed, murdered, all of that, right? So that's at the same point as that's obviously only my opinion in religious terms. Um, where they are now. The only thing that's different is that we have the internet, we have a lot of information, we have globalization, we have different views outside of the country, like that we didn't have that back then in Europe. And so it did take a long time for like organic growth in like women's rights and women empowerment um, to come to this point like today, which is still when it's still not at equality. Like, no country in this whole world has equality. And we have to look at ourselves, obviously, first as well, and like think about ourselves and be like, am I doing enough for myself? And when we look back, like, even only 100 years ago, right? That was when women got the right to vote, 100 years ago. And when we now look to, like, those other countries where women are still um, suppressed, and like they probably don't have the right to vote and stuff. And I'm like, it was a long and hard fight in Europe um, for women and in other Western countries as well, um, for women to get even the right to vote or like even do anything. And still, when they got the right to vote, they were still basically property of the husbands because they had to ask them to go to work or to open like a bank account. And it's just the same as what we have now in those countries because at the minute women are property of their family or their husbands like um they can't um go maybe open freely on the streets and stuff and they don't have female empowerment but because we're so global now the growth of like the countries they have they are pushed like it's not really organic anymore which is debatable as well it was better organic growth or like false growth well to fair organic would be better because that's definitely you can't really go back on that and on false growth you kind of can but then in like now because everything's so fast moving you you have to grow with it like to more women's rights 
female empowerment because that's just how it is in like today's society which is good because obviously women's rights are human rights and every human being should be respected as they are so that was basically my answer probably missed some things out but that was my answer to that question as in like I wouldn't go there now but I guess what we are seeing is that probably in 30 years the progress is as long as the hundred years it took in Europe to get to that same point that we are now in in Europe. Maybe even longer in some places. Yeah, no, I'm just like thinking like yeah. um hundred years isn't like the voting right. So obviously yeah. like technically you could like take the whole history, right? Because we're still not at a good point. But it's definitely gonna be the growth is gonna be a lot faster um because of outside pressure as well on those countries. Which is like I'm not sure if it's sometimes good because then obviously it can be used in the wrong way as well. As in like, well now, like they're just like, oh we aren't doing it and stuff because it was forced onto us, which is bad as well. So that's like a whole different debate, which is very interesting as well. But it's always like, especially like um if you have to argue with like people a lot like xenophobic or racist that always like in those countries this and this happens and then you have to take a step back and be like well how has it been here are we at equality already no we're not so that's such a bad note to end this on because it's a very like deep topic <laughs> and a sad topic <laughs> but the good thing about this part is that Pretty much everywhere in the world, there is progress, even yeah. if it's slower to different country standards, not fast enough, I mm. guess. So, yeah, because it only it, it should only go in one direction, progress, and then even though, like, sure, some countries are going backwards, but it's gonna go forward at some point anyway. Mm. It's the same as like good analogies of stock exchange, because <laughs> that one also is growing progress technically only up. I guess as a crash, but then it goes on yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's like always to see it, and also obviously you should see like the world with like some kind of positivity as well, and see like the good things as well. Because in our society, we just tend a lot to see the bad things, mm. especially like, on the news. Right? It was like so horrible yesterday. They were just like, oh, this woman was killed. This person got murdered this happened and this case and you're just like that's so many bad news and obviously I'm not saying that those bad news shouldn't be mentioned because it's that's bad but you also should focus on some good news as well to see that we can improve and it just takes a long time but everyone has to work on themselves first before they can criticize others Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank sure. you so much for this answer. Uh, it was really nice for you to repeat that. And I tried my best too. Thank you. <laughs> and in general, thank you for being on the podcast today. Oh, it was lovely to much. talk to you. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for inviting me. I guess in general, we can just take from this episode that we all should go and travel in the and world. Yes. Definitely should become Layla's friends. Then we'll all get a place in the van at some point. Yeah. And um, that's a good plan. Yeah. Mm. As you said, the only way is up.